someone who'd simply picked up a local newspaper in the last decade or so would have known. Another pint, Chief Inspector, he called across the empty room. Woodend looked up from his book, which was Charles Dickens's Bleak House. What's the latest on the delay? he asked. No news at all, but if you want my opinion, it'll be at least another couple of hours before normal service is resumed. It always takes that long when a train comes off the track. Woodend nodded. In that case, another pint would be in order he agreed. And, by the way, it's not Chief Inspector anymore. As of yesterday, I'm retired. Good for you, the barman said, trying not to sound as if he envied the other man his retirement, and almost making it. The door swung open, and a blonde woman walked in. She was probably in her mid to late thirties, the barman thought, assessing her with a professional eye, but she had a cracking figure which, by rights, should belong to a much younger woman. The blonde walked over to the table and sat down without waiting for an invitation. "'What are you doing here, Monica?' Woodend asked. "'You should be at my farewell bash.' "'So should you,' Monica Paniotowski pointed out. Woodend shrugged awkwardly. "'Aye, well, I've never been much of a one for making myself the centre of attention when I didn't have to. And as long as there's plenty of booze flowing, which they should be because it's cost me a packet, the lads won't even notice that the guest of honour isn't there.' "'You never did quite appreciate how popular you were, did you, Charlie?' Paniotowski asked. "'I've never really given a bugger about whether I was popular or not,' Woodend said in what was almost a growl. Paniotowski smiled. "'I know you haven't. That's one of the reasons why people like you so much.' She paused to light up a cigarette. "'Well, are you going to buy me a drink or what?' Woodend grinned. "'You want me to buy you a drink?' he asked, feigning astonishment. I'd have thought you sank enough last night in the drum and monkey to have lasted you a lifetime. Paniotowski returned the grin. I wasn't alone in that, she said. You and Beresford more than matched me. Aye, I will say that for Sergeant Beresford. He's turned into no mean boozer. A no mean detective, Paniotowski said in defence of the man who would soon be her second in command. And no mean detective, Woodend agreed. He signalled to the barman, a vodka for Chief Inspector Paniotowski, please. On second thoughts, make it a double. I'm not a Chief Inspector yet, Charlie, Paniotowski hissed, as if she was embarrassed to hear him use the title. That's true, Woodend agreed genially. But you will be tomorrow. And where will you be tomorrow? Paniotowski asked, more sharply than she'd intended. I'll be in London, with Joan and our Annie, Woodend said. And next week you and Joan will be in your castle in Spain, Paniotowski said and now there was a definite hint of bitterness to her tone. Scarcely a castle, Woodend said, but it is a pleasant little villa with a view of the sea. He paused. I had to go some time, you know, he continued gently. It's the way of the world. I move on, and you move up. I don't want to move up, Paniotowski thought, not without you there to watch me, not without you there to approve of me. But all she said was, No regrets. Some, but... Not a lot, Woodend told her. There are a few things I'll miss, like best bitter and mushy peas, a few people too, and you're right up at the top of that particular list. He chuckled. It's a real turn up for the books, isn't it, Monica? Isn't what? My leaving the force of my own free will, exiting with an engraved clock, rather than a notice of dismissal. It is a bit of a miracle, Paniotowski agreed. And so it was, she thought, because in order to count the number of times that Woodend had nearly been kicked out, and her along with him, she would need the fingers of both hands. They fell silent, and in that silence Paniotowski found herself wishing that she could bring herself to tell her boss how much he had meant to her over the years. 
But from early on in their relationship the exact nature of it had been too deep to put into words, perhaps even, on occasion, too dangerous to put into words. The silence continued, until Paniotovsky felt it would choke her. She needed to say something, she told herself, something superficial, something that could pass as banter. Of course the real miracle isn't that you stayed at ECI for so long, it's that you ever got to be one in the first place, she said. Now that hurts, Woodend said, seeming as grateful to be playing the game as she was. That cuts me to the quick. You're surely not suggesting, are you, Sergeant Paniotovsky, that I was never Chief Inspector Material? Sergeant Paniotovsky, Monica noted, as if they were back in the old days, when he was her guide and her teacher, and would always be there for her. What I'm suggesting, Charlie, is that you're awkward and unorthodox, that you play by nobody's rules but your own, and that if there's any way to get right up a superior's nose...